Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. That was probably way too loud, but that's okay. Uh, guys, this is it. We made it. We've watched every Ooh. single bit of Babylon 5 media there has been. Until you guys find something else. <laughs> as far as I know, this Until is... we, uh, we rotoscope the books into... <laughs> Until JMS finally does a visual novel like with like animated graphic novel of like... Babylon 5 <laughs> anime. Because we decided we're not going to like... Record ourselves playing the uh, role-playing game, The right? role-playing, right, right. I think like a card game, too, we could play. Oh, uh, I, f- I forgot there's a card game. Yeah, no. Nope. That but, sounds like a good time. Yeah, I, I don't think we're going to do that. No, this is, <laughs> this is it. This is, uh, we we just watched the Lost Tales DVD. It was a uh, direct-to-DVD production. I think the idea was that it could be like an anthology sort of series, like the Twilight Zone. I think, you, I, from what you've said or I read or something, that they were going to release multiple of these all kind of around a theme. Like, this one was about around the 10th anniversary of... Uh, the Incellar Alliance. Alliance, and there's supposed to be, I think there's supposed to be more than two stories, but... Yeah, or, well, would each DVD have more than two stories? That's, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know exactly. You can go look at the details of what might have happened. The, the, uh, it sold well enough that uh, Warner Brothers was interested in doing more, but J. Right. Michael Zersky, yeah, oh. J. Michael Zersky wanted, said, if we're going to do more, we need a bigger budget, and they were interested in doing that. So, wow. so that's kind of killed. Um, can you go grab the DVD? I, I wanted to remember when exactly this was. So this is the first time for any of us seeing this. 2007. Wow. That is significantly later than um, 99 was Crusade. There's an age difference in uh, Lockley. Yeah. Especially. Mm-hmm. Well, the previous, the, the, I think the production that was, the last one that was done before this would have been The Legend of the Rangers. That was mm-hmm. 2001. That was six mm-hmm. years. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, quite a bit of time. Quite a difference in um, CG quality. Oh. Yes. It's yes, kind of cool scenes on the ships. Crazy. The the, uh, the exteriors of Babylon 5 were beautiful. Yeah. Uh, what did what did we think before we get all lost in the details? What did we think about the the stories for this? Well, I think I know why they are the lost tales. <laughs> They're very much side kind of kind of things, the right? The first one, what was it called? They have they have titles, don't they? They do. I think. Let's see. Um, do they? They didn't give titles on the. I, oh, it, we had in the filming. locations and, yeah. and I, years. I thought they did though. I'll look it up. With the with the limited um, budget, you can tell that, especially the first one, was very restrained mm-hmm. on its uh, locations they had and characters. Very few things to play around with. Okay, so the first story, which Tim's looking the tile for, I'm conflicted on. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of things I'm like, playing about. You like episodes that are like one. Well, sometimes, like I I I like the fact that they were trying certain things, but I don't think it worked. Yeah. So, anyways, what was your feeling? Anytime Babylon 5 brings in, like, you know, we, we had the, we have monks at one point, or, mm-hmm. yeah. and, and you know, I don't know, it just feels like it falls flat, like they're trying to be something they don't understand. Okay, I'm not sh- I'm going to give you real quick before I interject, and we'll go back to the discussion. So the subtitle for uh, this, this edition of The Lost Tales was Voices in the Dark, and apparently the first part is Voices in the Dark over here, and the, the second part is Voices in the Dark over there. Oh, <laughs> I'm not riveting. Yeah. Oh, I guess kind of like so. There's voice in the dark. There's all the you know. There's the demon possessed guy on the station. Then there's all the, basically Galen in the dreams. Like over or off off station. Yeah, I guess. But um, yes. Uh, <laughs> the introduction with the priest guy was always yeah. I, I'm with you. It's like one of those like you kind of understand mm. what's going on, mm. but not really understand yeah. what's what. Uh, 
the theology actually is for like yeah something's right and then it's like eh, and that's where you go that's where you're wrong that's what's so weird is that like Battle 5 gets closer to understand like like a lot of TV is just like completely way off <laughs> but this is close enough to feel like it's almost there in in places but that also makes it seem even weirder for for us as Christians being like yeah but no <laughs> <laughs> well i mean the demonology was aspect was interesting in terms of like okay it was an interesting idea to have demons basically some seated in the, in the in space mm-hmm. but then kind of flipping around it's like no they're actually imprisoned on earth and that aspect is not terribly unlike certain things like the space trilogy mm-hmm, from C.S. Lewis C.S. Yeah. Lewis where like yeah the the earth is the silent planet that it can't communicate with the rest of the stars because of of the the Mm-hmm. of humanity's curse and so basically the devil is kind of confined to earth too at least is until paralandra until paralandra yeah. but yeah the, the execution of everything surrounding that like the the priest's understanding of <laughs> of god's miracles inside like jms does not understand how faith and science can coexist no but they can't I, I do what i did appreciate to give a shout out for you know trying is i thought it was gonna go like doctor who logic where like oh it's just a hidden alien and you know i wondered if that was gonna happen because it, i'm so used to science fiction just basically anything spiritual is alien uh-huh. and they didn't quite go there like they kind of kept it spiritual which i thought was on one hand frustrating from our point of view but on the other hand as a from a story perspective i thought Hey, you're you're bucking the trend of science fiction of like actually kind of keeping it spiritual. And I thought that was at least bold-ish. I mean, they didn't really. They basically were were stating that there are demons in the sense of some evil spiritual force possessing this guy. They never contradicted that possibility, and then and they never they never like try to techno babble their way out of like, oh, here's how the science works for the coldness or the smell or for. You know, they kind of just let it sit there, which I thought was interesting. I mean, at the same time, you could kind of say that kind of, like, leaving that kind of ambiguity, which Babylon 5 does this all the time, which Mm. you talked about, like, not saying one way or the other, like, someone could read into it that it was just some alien life form that had been trapped there. When, here's the complication thing, with the Vorlons being the angels in all the Mm. situations, so these demons... I guess if you would have to try to explain Babylon 5 lore, would have to have been sentenced there by the Vorlon? I mean, that... Yeah, although it'd be kind of weird that the Shadows wouldn't have tried to break them out themselves. At some yeah, point. unless there are a completely separate thing, like an alien race that lived on Earth before we were seeded. I mean, the problem is, they tried to me- mesh the spiritual thing in this in this Babylon 5 universe, and it just... Like, I'm like, why didn't they have a telepath come and check this guy out, first <laughs> off? Great. That's a very good point, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's actually an excellent point. And she didn't point. even say, like, we tried this, this, and this. Yeah, at least it's say just it. just like, hey, come look at this. Yeah. I'm always fascinated what, how secular Hollywood has this fascination with exorcisms. Mm-hmm. I think they're fascinated with it more than actual Christian movies are. Yeah. I think because Christian filmmakers know there's a lot of denominational uncertainty about how much how much exorcisms are a real thing, how much demons still get possessed. I mean, I think it does happen, but there's um, been enough false calls, especially like in the past. And now we know more things about, like the priest said, there are actual psychological conditions, Mm -hmm. things like that. It's different. So that's one reason why Christians 
don't like to mess with that kind of stuff in their filmmaking as much, but secularists find it fascinating in this mythological kind of setting. Okay, I need this guy to pull out. Okay, so apparently Lockley can talk him down and talk the demon down. Like, haha, we found out that you just need to leave Earth and everything. That was that was ridiculous. And the priest and the priest is like, oh, we'll recruit you. I'm oh. like, you know what? There are other things in religion besides being religious, like. Believing in the Tony work of Jesus Christ, for instance, <laughs> but which is never once brought up by any priest on Balan Five at any time. Well, but demons, you know, demons are safe. Probably redacted in look, his Bible. This is, this is currently twenty, almost twenty twenty, when this is being recorded. If you look at the current trajectory of many churches. Uh, this could be part of for the course. For, uh, Joel Olstein's church, maybe? Exactly. <laughs> I, I do have to say, too, when he's like, when we got to the stars, we lost, there's nothing, you know, we need fear in order to bring people. I'm like, you just had a drock plague. If that doesn't bring people to the church, I don't know what's going to bring them into the church. You had a shadow war and a horrible president and a drock plague. Look, there's plenty of reasons for people to go to church if they really want to. And the, the, it was so ridiculous, too, with the way he was like, we've explained all these things. And, like, you know what? Scientists <laughs> have so many unanswered questions. In like, I mean, it sounds ridiculous. Like, okay, okay, no, we have not gone into space. So, no, we're not, we haven't encountered all the things that they have in the Babylon 5 universe. But we've also seen people like Dr. Franklin or Jakar talk about how much in the universe they don't understand. How would God and religion not have a place in all that? I mean, this priest at least needs to meet Jakar who can say the, the mouth of God <laughs> and the wanting to laugh. Uh, yeah. You know, don't thump, thump the book of Jaquan <laughs> or Jakar or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, interesting ideas, but as usual, it, yeah, it, it, it doesn't quite come off It right. could have been a little shorter. There was a lot of... It felt like it... That opening scene where the, the priest goes into the, the cell and they just talk forever. Yeah. It's well, like, the, and what the, are we doing? And the, uh, you could tell they were trying to keep it more visually interesting by, like, basically having a queasy cam. Yeah, like, moving yeah, up. Like, I mean, I think the idea was... so many things you can do with, this is the priest, this is the guy. <laughs> this is the priest, and this is the guy. Again, but, like, they're, they're mil- uh, yeah. tilting the camera all yeah. over the place, trying to make you feel oh, like, like this is an uneasy setting. They made his voice different. And, well, yeah. I think they had one... They must have had one budget for the two episodes. Yeah. They didn't spend any of it on the first... First no. one, and they spent all of it on the second. Can we one. talk about his fire eyes at the end? <laughs> like he's gonna—he's got heat vision. He's gonna burn <laughs> his way out of the cell. Yeah, yeah. Also, what kind of straitjacket is he in? If they need that much tranquilizer, whatever, to sedate him, but a regular. You know, a straight jacket, that's fine. He's fine. Well, he apparently, it, it was at least a more um, convincing straight jacket than apparently what they put Lita in. <laughs> oh, my that. word. Earl, <laughs> that was terrible. It was like a half... No. Nope. <laughs> oh, boy. Nope. Nope. It could, like, if it was this idea and, like, half the size, mm-hmm. you might be like, oh, that was an interesting science fiction nice attempt. This would mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, essentially it was, but, I mean... Yeah, that'd be that's the trickiest thing I think about if they had continued to do an anthology series. The effects are so cool that and it'd be it'd be kind of weird. I was thinking about this going through. You're so used to Babylon Five having long arcs that it'd almost be sort of weird having all these self-contained things. Yeah, because you'd have the new special effects. You apparently JMS wanted the budget to do bigger events, but then how? I mean, I guess the movies. Some of the movies were able to do that. Yeah, but. I don't know. I felt like the second one, which we're getting to, gave me a better sense of what an anthology episode might be like. Hmm. You know, I felt like there was enough moving pieces and some new character. You know, like, it'd be a very different thing to get used to. 
But if you had enough of them, you might get, oh, these are just little bits. These are little... Mm-hmm. Short stories. I, yeah, they're short stories. And I think you, it'd take you a while. I haven't watched Crusade help me a little bit more than if we'd gone straight off season five. Mm, yeah. This may, Crusade make this look very fun. <laughs> very good. <laughs> <laughs> Although... I still understand why it's lost, but you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but yeah, let's let's go move into the second half. I mean, over there. Voices over there. Yeah. Voices in the dark. Over there. Over there. First off, it's always fun to see Sheridan. Sheridan's no, great, no matter what he's doing. <laughs> I mean, that may just mean being. And on so, that fancy new and improved bar. Yes, oh. it is his hand. Uh, <laughs> his, his hand puppet thing that he could like communicate with. Like, I, I don't even know. He was just like, wah, wah. I wanted to see it more, but he was just all that one yeah, scene. He did it then, once. It's like instead of a hand communicator, he waved his hand in a weird way. I was like, what? What was that? We never really understood what it was. He had a ring on. Was that maybe it was a ring? ring? Oh, but like, oh, I, yeah, it, it really looked like he was talking. Like he made the hand <laughs> puppet motion. <laughs> For, but the the news reporter interview was like, okay, this is why we love Sheridan. <laughs> it's a good catch-up. Basically, it was help us catch up where we are, too, time-wise. Yes. But <laughs> They're like, oh, the ISN reporter's here. And he's like, tell her I'm dead and throw her down the stairs. <laughs> 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 he hasn't changed at all. Uh, well, because there was, like, there was, like, no humor in the previous one. Then he was just so, he's so just down-to-earth some of the time. And it's so... You know, resting a, around all these other characters. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we didn't have any oranges. I know yeah, it's really sad. That's too bad. Well, well, you, he said at some point, like those four years of Babylon Five are the best years of my life, and we're like, uh... <laughs> and then I said, but they're also the hardest. And we're like, oh, okay. okay, and that makes sense. I mean, he uh, he accomplished a lot of stuff. He j- and he had the best oranges that he just can't get on <laughs> yeah, bar apparently. He just can't. <laughs> he had to get... all that time playing baseball. And... Oh, we missed you, Sheridan. <laughs> we do miss Sheridan a lot. Galen was fun. It was yeah. I mean, of all characters to bring back from Crusade, Galen is obviously the best one. And to he's pick. so like ah, uh, like he's he's fascinating. I love the way he, he talks, but like morally, he, he's amoral largely. We were trying to figure out what his he was on the D and D scale. He, <laughs> I'm leaning toward. I don't know, maybe chaotic neutral, but maybe chaotic good. Yeah, something. Well, I mean, he has his own laws. So. Nick, you say he's amoral, but did he just try to box Sheridan into that other option? Is that really what he was doing? Mm. Or is he just trying to claim the... the I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he is better than I, you. It's hard to tell, but he, we've seen him before do things for his own purposes, for his own... Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you, but you don't tell a guy to kill someone and then hope that he he's smart enough not to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it seems a little well, bit. You're telling Sheridan to do it. I think. I think he would have been fine with the killing, though. I think yeah. he was setting both of them up, setting both of them up as a possibility. Possibilities, yeah. Speaking of which, I I really enjoyed that actor for uh, Cartagio's son. He was. I mean, that was a fun reveal to realize who exactly he was related to. Yeah. Nice, oh, and also I guess great name dropping with what they talk talking about Londo and and Veer. Like, yeah, the the characters are so on point just in the hearing about them secondhand. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, the actor did a great job, and I I feel like that's the only time we've seen another Centauri using an accent like Londo's. I I real I was like, whoa, he sounds like Londo, <laughs> which is interesting because Cartesia didn't have that same accent. No, he was like, whoa. <laughs> So it makes me wonder where, apparently there's some island or some <laughs> some area of... There's uh, one babysitter. <laughs> one, one nanny. Somewhere on... on uh, Wet nurse. <laughs> somewhere in, 
in Centauri where they they have that accent, and apparently that's where that the only accent, the only place that accent exists yeah. in the known universe. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he did a great job with it. And I'm guessing the hair just starts off kind of shorter yeah, and eventually yeah, grows out. I was, I was like, "What is this hair?" But then, like his father. Uh, was trendy and had short short hair. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So he might have just been doing his thing. Closer to that. Although he still had that like that pin, still had the Centauri. He had a little pin on his tie or something. Oh, yeah. That looked like it had the Centauri crest thing, which is the more... I don't know. The Centauri crest always kind of made me think of the actual... Like, oh, the more traditional. Yeah, the more traditional style. There's some good dialogue of, like with the double meaning, like, oh, I'm glad I can be safe here. And you're like, huh. mm, maybe. Like, does he know? <laughs> right, right. If you're really kind of bad for the guy. I mean, on one hand, he's like, I can kill my enemies. And all the times you're like, yeah. yeah, I feel kind of bad for this guy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you can see where Sheridan thought that he could go either way still. Mm-hmm. And nice touch to, to try to be a mentor in his life, essentially. And that was a good takeaway, and and I don't know, the actor really got that sort of, like, giddy, like, I love this Star Fury thing, yeah. really uh, convincingly. Yeah, yeah. That was fun. Yeah. We had a name drop of uh, David. Mm-hmm. There's only nine. Yep. Now, would this be before or after Sheridan was imprisoned? Before. Wasn't he... Oh, yeah, because David had to be before sixteen, right? And that was, and when he was he was in prison on Centauri, that was the day Londo died. Oh, you're so right. since Londo's still alive, you're right, you're right. So, other little details I noticed they mentioned. Um, I'm guessing they, he mentioned Garibaldi having something going on Mars. I wouldn't be surprised if that was like a tease for us, another story oh. idea he had in mind for another anthology thing. Mm. However, I do think this was done after the actors for Jakar and Dr. Franklin had died. Oh, so they were beyond the rim. Oh. That's why they talk about them exploring beyond, beyond the, the rim. rim. Yeah. Although it is interesting that I know at least Jakar, I don't think Franklin was in, but Jakar was still in that like opening credits sequence. Mm-hmm. I don't think Franklin was. I don't think he was either, but they were trying to get like it, like, get the representative, more alien-focused in some ways, wasn't it, the intro? Oh, that could be. And... Yeah, they had one representative from each, yeah, and yeah. Dylan was in there, and yeah, that's true. You know, it would be fascinating if they had kept doing this. 2007, this is this is while Lost was on the air. Would they, oh, interesting if they would have gotten Dylan from, uh, mm. or Mira Fullen, <laughs> oh, Fullen yeah. from Lost to do a recurring thing. I mean, she wasn't, like, on Lost every week, so I'm sure she had time, but... Yeah. It would be it would be interesting. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to think about. So, Brianna, if they had a budget, would you watch more of these? Um, well, you would have to. We have the hijack on. Uh, no. Exactly. You if, if you stuff. made me then, yes. <laughs> well, you wouldn't have a choice. Yeah, so obviously. I can't answer then. So, <laughs> yes. It, it's hard to see where this would go. But, I mean, I'm always curious to bring the, back the old actors and seeing little snippets I, and stuff. I would these if I had about five years of a break between Babylon 5. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but like after like, I could see, you know, 2007, this comes out, mm. people could be really excited about it, and, yeah. and that would have had some some pretty good potential. I think, yeah, and I think some people were. Now, Nick, why did it take you so long to watch it? I actually just kind of, I saw it, and I don't know, I just never got around to it, I guess. Mm. But then you... Graciously, uh, President did me this. Is that the proper use of the word? <laughs> Gave it to you as a birthday present. Yeah, no, President did. President <laughs> Yes. President? Bequeathed it unto me. <laughs> anyway, your Babylon 5 DVD collection is complete. We now, now have, yeah, I now own all things 
visual Babylon 5. Yeah. So we'll have to get you the... I, I feel like the... The board game and the card game. The role-playing game. The, uh, I'm sorry, role-playing game. I, I have the card game. I, I feel like the, the main source book for the role-playing game must be more pricey or super expensive. Because I remember... Actually, I think it was like... When I went to um, ba -ba -da -ba -da -ba Origins Game Fair in Columbus, this would have been, actually, I think 2008, so like a year after this. They had a bunch of Babylon 5 role-playing game source books for like... Side things, yeah. but I don't remember seeing much for like the main, like oh. the actual basic one. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Those are probably the people who have those are held, held on to them, or they're more expensive, or more as much as like not as many people really wanted to get the the uh, Centauri so, Prime source book. Well, why guess. not? I don't know. You can start trying to kill random. Uh, who wants to get dead? Four, five, and six, probably. <laughs> I mean, most uh, most role playing campaigns don't focus around political intrigue. No, I mean, I'm sure there are some that do, but yeah. Anyway, should we do a? We're gonna now <coughs> do an hour retrospective over the last two years of no. We're gonna do the twenty one gun salute. <laughs> yes, I mean, believe it or not, I think we started recording. Babylon 5 Weekly Hijacks in the fall of 2017. Oh, my word. <laughs> and yeah. this is, as a recording, December 2019. Yes. This wow. Is. So we've been doing this for two years. Over, over two years. Um, I have a child now. You have a child now. Mm -hmm. I have a girlfriend now. Which one? I'm still here. You're still <laughs> <laughs> you have exactly as many kids yeah, as you started with. Yes, I did. <laughs> and no girlfriend. Good job. I have a girlfriend. Hi, Natasha. <laughs> Wife, that's different. I know, like, no, good job. You, you, never mind. <laughs> that was... I know, I know. <laughs> anyway, um, how about Kurt and Deb over there? Anything new with you guys in the last two <laughs> years? They haven't gotten off that couch the entire time. As we need to remind everyone... Um, there's actually about twelve people watch this with us, and only three of them speak. Yes, they are. No. They are in the room too. Yeah, no, there's not that many. And but. you know what? Twelve of us. When, when we when we first started this, Go Ninety was this thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gone out of business. So, so hopefully, we didn't. You guys were the only people that used it. We didn't actually use it either. We just talked about it. Yeah, but so. hopefully, it's still. This is still on uh, Babylon Five. Is still on Amazon Prime when this episode comes out. And, um, <laughs> I'm not sure we're going to get Lost Tales of Crusade. But. Six, six months. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, anyway, thank you for listening to uh, the Weekly Hijack through all of this stuff. We hope uh, you're halfway through 2020 right now. I hope it's going well for you all. Um, <laughs> Everything's 2020 in hindsight. Yeah. I, I don't know. It makes past. no sense. <laughs> yeah. Cut that out. No, Bequeath no. unto me. <laughs> People are used to our oddities at this point. So wait, what's, what's next for the Weekly Hijack? That's a good question. I mean, for us, we will probably take a break. For the listeners, uh, we'll see. There may not be a long break. I know at some point we want to get back to Lost. And finish that up. And finish that up. We, we got through the first two seasons. I still petition at some point to bequeath unto me um, a season of The Prisoner. Don't you already own The Prisoner? No, but we need... No, not all of it. No, but I've never watched it. Yeah, I think that would be an interesting hijack. Yeah. Uh, just, if nothing else, would be like, eh, what has happened? Some of that kind of fun stuff. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty exciting because we've never – this is, Babylon 5 is the first series that we've finished in the Weekly Hijack, and we actually went through the entire franchise mm -hmm. for it. So 
that's that's pretty special, I think. Yeah. So. Well, thanks for having me as a special guest. Yes, we were we were honored to have you as our Babylon Five. <laughs> and movie. now we'd like you to leave so we do spoiler corner. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm so glad I don't have to hide in the bathroom anymore. That was that was a, that's a thing of the past. Oh, it's been ages since I've had to do that. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's no reason to after like halfway through I felt season like I five. Like I being punished. Like go go to your room. <laughs> oh, you don't have a room. Go to the bathroom. <laughs> It's better than going outside when it yeah, was like the winter. Yeah, one time I went outside to wait and it started to rain on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor thing. <laughs> we appreciate your sacrifice. Now you need to go back and I usually listen to everything. I know, I need to. I uh, I don't know if I can stand the sound of my own voice for that long. Well, and it'll be like, why did I say that? I'm not that, oh, no, I'm not that person. <laughs> you are. And then realizing that I am indeed that person. <laughs> it can be fun, though. The other day, I, we, uh, I was when I was editing an episode, I heard myself talk about a dream that I had completely forgotten that happened. <laughs> a dream about us watching Babylon 5 for the week. And then magic. didn't, like, Vera wearing a Kosh suit and killing people? <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. It was. Yeah, I don't it was remember that at all. Exactly. So there's so many precious, precious moments that you've forgotten nice about. Nice little nugget of yeah. treasurous knowledge like that has bequeathed been bequeathed under. to me. <laughs> That's apparently the word of the night. But yeah, it's like a little time capsule. And so, folks, hopefully, is uh, if uh, you have people that you want to sick Babylon Five on, I mean, uh, introduce <laughs> be to them or bequeath unto them Babylon Five. <laughs> You can share our podcast along with it. All right. Well, it is obviously very late, and this is going long. So, I'm so sorry. I'm so... Thanks again if you've stuck with us this long. I don't know why, but thank you. And I would normally this is where I say until next time, but this is the end of Babylon Five oh, watch through. No. So, thanks again for listening. This is Tim. This is Nick. This is Brianna. Bye bye. Adios. <laughs> <laughs> Why was that funny? I don't know! I'm amazed you made it through this thing. <laughs> That's the way to go out. That is great.